Hello and welcome to our year-end edition of the Depot Cast. I actually know what day it is today. It's the last day of the year. Yeah. My goodness, how did that happen? Thursday, December thirty-first, twenty twenty. We are we are almost done. My goodness. We can see the end of this. <laughs> we um, survived. Yeah, we survived. So the the whole point of this episode, by the way, hi Mackenzie. Hello, hello. <laughs> Had to get your catchphrase in. <laughs> uh, is not to talk about all the horrific garbage that happened in 2020, of which it was a colossal yeah, amount. There was a lot. <laughs> it's um, tiring. But it was to talk about some of the stuff that we learned during 2020 and some of the things that actually went right around here. Uh, Mary's got a text message. And I did. Am I going to edit it out? No. No. No, I'm not. Uh, so uh, that was what I wanted to talk about was what did we learn during this year? And how much, How? like, what does that mean for 21? What are we going to do with this knowledge that we've acquired? Um, I'll start. I cracked my knuckles on the air. I'm sure that sounded good. Uh, <laughs> we're literally just having this conversation about how non-professional we are doing this show, which is, this is our 40th episode. Isn't that, that right there, that piece of it is... You know, thinking outside the box and thinking about how we can, you were going to go first, now I'm going. Go for it. You're the boss. <laughs> how we can interact with our, um, I mean, guests that come into the building, the but public in the public in general. Yeah. And having 40 podcasts, and when we started this, I was like, okay, well, if we can do one a week, we're going to be, you know, in really good shape. We do eight of these. It'll be <laughs> exactly. But to be 40 later, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, pretty amazing. It is amazing. Um, so what uh, what I learned in 2020 was um, the glory of being weird in a museum. And what that means for me is up until this point, and I've, I've just begun year by in November of 21, I'll have 10 years now. Wow. So and then you're a year further along in mm-hmm. this journey than I am here. Um, yeah, as of technically December, I yeah. started helping out in the office in December of 20, uh, 2009. It yeah. was 2009, because in January of 2010, I hired on as the executive director. And I think we're in beginning of year four for Mackenzie? Yeah, we're creeping up there. Yeah. Wow. Because you've joined us for a railroad days. Yeah. So... I actually, I joined right after, like in the new year. I joined in like January or something. I think it was 2017 maybe? Yeah, so year, yeah, we're beginning year four for Mackenzie. We're all sitting in weird positions in the library, so I figured I would just hold my mic. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the glory of being weird, because I would say of the eight eight years of the nine that I've been here, I tried to play things the way that you would pr- like in your mind's eye picture what a museum person does i tried to do that and i traditionally traditionally we, like very for, we follow the tradition year after year here's what after we're gonna year. do here's what we're gonna do and yep. in 2020 all of that was thrown away uh yes. by necessity we were not able to be in the building for a lot of time uh we lost railroad days entirely right we lost the entire summer for the most part 
uh, and then we were we were dropped back in, and it was time to decorate for Christmas. So, uh, so what I learned in 2020 was uh, weird problems require weird solutions, and I think the weirdest thing that we could have done was like, hey, what if we just do a podcast for like <laughs> yeah. while we're like while we can't be in the building, let's get Discord up and teach people how to use that, and then we'll just record remotely. Also, that's some future proofing because Mackenzie's going to go back up to Lake Superior yep. so she can still be on the show. Uh, we can bring in guests from anywhere. They don't have to be in Duran anymore. Like all of the all the interns are spread out different places. Um, I'm upselling next week's episode. Well, exactly. We're going to bring Mike Rexon <laughs> into the show next week, who's our yeah. president. And we he has not been on the show. I know he's a listener, but he's never been on the show before. So we're going to get a chance to talk to him and see what his background is and how he found it. Like we start everyone with like, how did Norma trick you into working here? And I'm exactly. interested to hear how Norma tricked him into working here. So, mm. although it could have, it could have been Karen. You, that's probably, I, I'm going to take a guess. It was probably Karen. We will learn next we, we'll week. We'll find out next we'll week. We'll find I'm out next week. Very excited to talk to him. You know, we don't get to talk to him enough. You talk to him more often than any of the rest of us because mm -hmm. the, the conversations that take place between a president and the executive director are vast and all-encompassing, but um, we, the rank and file, don't see him very often. So it's nice True. to catch up and see how he's doing. But um, so what I've learned is we can still give people the end result of a museum visit: the stuff that's informative, the stuff that's fun, the stuff that is entertaining the stuff that is off the wall. Oh, I never would have thought of that. And we can still, and we can do that in a variety of methods and delivery systems that you would consider weird. Um, and, I, and for me, that suddenly like makes the creative part of me that enjoys that aspect of this job the most, that opens up all sorts of new avenues for me. So it makes my own job way more fun to know that I don't have to color within the lines anymore. <laughs> um, granted, this is all within reason. Like, right. look, I don't get to come into work and just do whatever I want. Like, I'm not. Well, no, I I'm was not just, Jackson Pollock. I was just laughing, you know, to with the thought of not having to color within the lines, not having to follow the traditions that yeah. you know, and and not that you know, throwing any of the traditions out the window is a good thing good plan but you know christmas we we change and i think we talked about that yeah. at a pre in a previous podcast that we couldn't do some things but we were able to do other things that were just as neat just as it's a frame of mind engaging for yeah. us at christmas time because we could we could stand around and be sad that we're not going to have santa in the building as we traditionally do or we could look at it and go, what are some of the things that having Santa in the building prevents us from trying? True. And right. let's try them and see what happens. And we'll bank some information for the next Christmas. And hopefully Santa's able to join us next year. And we'll have all these new wacky ideas that we attempted in our lost year to right. do that stuff. So um, so for what that means in 2021, as I promise you, you're going to see some weird stuff <laughs> come out of me. Uh and it's going to be fun. And we were having this conversation earlier, Mackenzie, that I really like that people walk in here not knowing what to expect from this place. 
and then the, like the first thing they see is the curator of the museum and the gift shop coordinator like standing in the museum room being goofy yeah <laughs> like it disarms people they are they already know what they're getting themselves into like okay these people are these people are just goofballs and they're and they but then enjoy they enjoy their job and they have fun doing and it. and then they look at the they look at the exhibits and they go well these people aren't idiots like they're they're silly but they're not dumb Mm -hmm. (laughs) right like that's that's an important we like you can act like an idiot and not be stupid and as much as i joke about being the dumbest smart guy or the smartest dumb guy or whatever i am actually competent at my job and i take a lot of pride in my work but i want my job to be fun and i want Mackenzie's job to be fun and i want mary's job to be fun because she's the person who has to steer this boat (laughs) <laughs> sometimes rickety ship that we've got here um so anytime that she can come in and i'm doing something ridiculous that have you that has you laughing at work like you went home that day going well that was a fun day at work like we had all these weird problems but we came up with some weird solutions and it got done and we laughed and had a great time and i think that bleeds through i feel like mm-hmm. the people who see what we do have more fun because we have more fun making it mm-hmm. um i just think that Every job should be like that. Whether you work at a bank or a museum or whatever, you should do everything in your power to make your life and the lives of everybody around you more fun. Because, like, we're all working to keep ourselves under a roof and fed. Like, if you're very fortunate, you get a job with something that you're passionate about. And I'm passionate about museum work, and I'm just as passionate about having fun. So... (laughs) That's why I learned in 2020 that you can be weird in this job and not sacrifice the quality of your work mm-hmm. and, in fact, enhance it in some ways because you're doing stuff that nobody ever thought of. Um, I'm a big fan of that, especially because we're, we're uh, resource limited here. So coming up with weird solutions and weird methods to get ideas across is something that plays right into us never having enough money to do the things we want to do. Like, we're not broke. We survived 2020 without massive hardship. Right. Like we basically just went into hibernation for a little while. Yeah. Um. So like it's not it's not me saying oh this organization has no money and we're broke we're fine we're right there are a lot it's of museums that were less fine. <laughs> all all nonprofits yeah. all museums have limited resources. Yeah. I mean there's. There's no dump truck of money that backs up to the door every week and, you know, goes here. Not every week. <laughs> no, not every Once week. Once in a while, somebody will come and dump truck a bunch of money into your endowment fund. Yep. And then we'd look at each other like, well, we can't even explain. We can't even do a press release for endowments because yeah. they're impossible to explain to people. So I'm going to try. But An endowment very a very good friend for yeah. nonprofits. An endowment fund is a bank account that you can't touch that the only money you get to touch out of an endowment fund is the money that is generated from the interest of it and you usually get to negotiate interest rates or whatever if you're lucky maybe that's not the case anymore but um they usually they usually have higher yield interest rates because you never touch the principal right um and the bigger your endowment fund the more money you get as a i don't how often do we get payments from the endowment? Is it, is it annually or annually. is it quarterly? Mm-hmm. Okay, so once a year, yep. we get a bank statement. It's like X number of dollars has appeared in your account. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, the problem with that is you can't really publicize that people gave you 
some huge amount of money for your endowment fund because people don't understand the difference between because you don't have access you don't have access to it so what they think is oh they just got i'm not i'm not even giving a real number right someone gave us four hundred thousand dollars which has not happened uh or at least it hasn't happened very often around here (laughs) i i don't have to give them money this year because like they're covered they're good well that four hundred thousand dollars went into a bank account that we can't touch and none of the interest on it matures for like seven, seven years, seven yeah. years it's or something. A, yeah, there's a time span and right. Very complicated, com- uh, very complicated calculations to figure it all out. So um, how did we get off on that tangent? I don't know. It okay. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like so when we talk about being resource limited. That's kind of what we're yes, talking about. That's that, what we were talking about. Um, yep. The actual operating income of this place is less than you would think. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. When you think it's about the size amazing. of this place, the our actual budget is not nearly as large as you would expect. Right. Um, and I, you know, it's not my place to be talking about what our annual budgets are and what the average is and how 2020 is wildly off of that mark. <laughs> That's a conversation for a different time. Um, but we're doing okay. You like mm-hmm. if you're listening to us and wondering, is the depot fine? We're fine. Yep. We're all right. But you know, we would always love to have more money to attempt new like bigger bolder crazier ideas because if you have a lot of money you can fail like you have more of a cushion with which to fail and so or you can try more ambitious ambitious yeah. that's a very good word you can try right. more ambitious ideas the pain of the pain of failing is lessened because mm-hmm. you're not going to hurt the you're not going to hurt the organization critically by failing with an event that didn't pan out or whatever Mm-hmm. Um. so like we it's also taught us that we have to like we can try crazy ideas but we have to be able to justify our failure and learn from it like okay even if this doesn't work we're gonna we're, this is what we'll learn from that if it doesn't work and then we can say okay well those failures are fine we're okay with you have to be okay with failing otherwise you're never going to grow as a person or as an organization or anything well, yeah. you have to if you're not moving forward and the only way one moves forward is by tripping and falling and skinning their knees and <laughs> being able to laugh about it. Things, yeah. If you're afraid of failure, you're never going to succeed. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the fall raffle. Yeah. We we shook up the fall raffle this year. We made changes to the fall raffle this <laughs> Bo- year. Boy, did we fail on one major part of that. Well, the, the online yeah, the element online of that thing. failed us horribly. But we learned. Yeah. You know the. Okay, so you have to hardwire something yeah. like that. An- annoyed, not, not but, rely yeah. on the Wi-Fi that is going to cut in and out continu- <laughs> continuously. Yeah, we learned some lessons. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I have for 2020 and moving into 21 is I have some ideas coming up that I'm really excited to share. Um, and some of these conversations came directly as a result of the podcast, like the podcast episode we did on the Underground Railroad and bootlegging and stuff. Yep. Like, that's going to turn into an exhibit in 21. Be, but, and it was a thing that I looked up for the podcast because we were kind of looking for something to talk about. Mm-hmm. So that's how things feed into it. And well, and, you know, we received an email from a gentleman. Yesterday. That, yeah, yesterday that has great is looking to do yeah. work with us in doing a display. Yeah. It'll Because yeah. one of the things that I was thinking about when you were at the beginning, we were talking about things... Um, if any of our listeners have ideas on who they would want to hear with the podcast, yeah, because they don't that 
our guests do not have to be physically in the building. Right. I mean, they could be. If you've got an internet connection. In Florida. Yeah. And now the phone rings. Phone's ringing. Why is the phone ringing? ringing? I can go get it. Because you have the phones set downstairs. Yes. Otherwise, that phone would not ring. <laughs> Just argue with my boss on the air, not edit it. Well, while she's answering the phone, back into the bookcase. We're gonna, yeah. Mackenzie doesn't like conflict. Uh, <laughs> I also don't like conflict, but conflict finds me sometimes <laughs> around here. Sometimes conflict just finds people. Someone comes in looking for a fight. They really do, and it's always when I'm in the library and have to scooch back into the bookshelf. The other thing about it is, like, they come in with just the silliest reasons to fight, too. And they come in hot and ready. They're, like, ready to yeah, argue. Very they're, Little they're Caesars Pizza, hot and ready. <laughs> and worth $6. <laughs> not even. Like, not how I wanted to spend my last day before Christmas break, fighting with some guy in the library. We didn't actually tell that story. We're just alluding to it. Was the phone call good? Uh, they wanted to book a ticket on Amtrak. Ah, uh, so hey! the number the number two <laughs> question, <laughs> yeah, the number one question is, uh, when's the next train coming, yep. or when are you open if they're calling us? The second largest question is, will you sell me an Amtrak ticket? No, <laughs> you have to call that. Amtrak. Can you print my Amtrak ticket for me? No. No. Will you be here in the morning to help me print the Amtrak ticket? No. Like, no. Don't rip those <laughs> out. There are Amtrak people here for that. Who are great. They're lovely guys. We love having them around. So Start sending signs to Amtrak for all the places we make them. I've helped people book their tickets before, so I feel like they well, owe I've, us. I've joked that I should, get a, I should get commission every time I sell an Amtrak ticket. Yeah, I think so, too. I think we should. We, we spent a that. lot of time around here convincing people they should take a train to Chicago. And helping them purchase it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how the internet works. Well, okay, here we go. I was at one couple that wanted to go to, like, Seattle and Arizona yeah, they want to take the whole tour and like. I still want to know if they ever made that trip because I don't know if I did it right. So when it's when it's big enough, yeah, they're just stuck in the Grand Canyon somewhere. Yeah, I um, don't know if the timing was right, but whatever. When it's a large enough journey, I tell them to call Amtrak and just say agent over and over again until they get a human, and then tell them where they are in the world. Like I'm at Duran, Michigan. I would like to get to yeah. San Francisco, California. Please make this happen. And they go okay, and then they fix it so they were an older couple that were very yeah. they were very very nice and they yeah. came in they had tried getting one i wasn't calling and i don't know if they couldn't figure it out or something yeah and they couldn't figure out my laptops or anything so we were working on it in here and they wanted they were going to see like a kid you know somewhere else and i had a kid there that was like lower 48 so i wow. just was like sending them in different places and i was hoping i was confident i got the timing right like yeah. all the stops but i'm still curious to know if it actually <laughs> turned out i always well. end up having to write it down on a scratch pad it's mm -hmm. like here's your arrival time in chicago and then you want to actually bake in a little bit of time in case the trains are late or weird mm -hmm. so like it's not like the airport where it's like oh i can make a half an hour connector no you can't right trains whatever time they say that the train's going to show up you should probably say plus minus 15 because I, I can hear the train, the Amtrak, every night outside my window. And every night I hear it and I look at the clock and go, 10 minutes today. Weirdly, 20 minutes early today. I wonder what happened. Like, Oh, wow. Yeah. Because yeah. usually it just has to sit here. It hits Durant early and then it just camps out until it's a designated departure time. But, mm -hmm. um, okay, so you're back in the room. Yeah. You've thoroughly answered that, uh, that person's other question. Uh, I think I've blathered on as much as I want to talk about what I've learned. Mackenzie, you're next. 
what did what did you learn about 2020 that you're going to this doesn't have to be about work even because you, you started mm-hmm. college you started college in the weirdest year to start college i started college in a strange year i'll so probably make mine work oriented it's probably working learning how to re- like work feedbacks remotely like how to stay connected over this yeah and how to plan things and, and how to hold your mic museum. closer to your face because you're already too quiet on the mix oops <laughs> This is, that's this, not something I learned. This is, yeah, you haven't learned it yet. This is this is also our work relationship that we we bicker and pick on each other. And if somebody were to come in, they would probably immediately think like, "Man, that guy is a real jerk to her." Sometimes it's like, "No, I'm like, if she wasn't comfortable with the way that we talk to each other, I wouldn't talk to her like that." We've yeah. been here like what? I've been here four years or something. You yeah. just said it's about time we got to that point. But, but like we're like. All of us in this organization, the entire Depot family is very comfortable with being sarcastic and jokey around each other. So when Mackenzie joined us, it was basically like, well, we're going to we're just going to induct her into this mm-hmm. and bring her in. So, OK, back to your core point about 2020. What would you learn? Working remotely. Yeah, working, working remotely. remotely was figuring out how to work with you guys pretty much from a distance. A lot of that was Complete work from you being comfortable with uh, Canva. Which is mm-hmm. the way that we make the newsletter and all the flyers and which is the best and social media is social media mm-hmm. so Big we one. can yeah we stay in constant contact through the internet anyway mm-hmm. and then we can just say okay well this is stuff that we can throw at Mackenzie and the be- the beauty of that is you can fit it in to whatever weird jigsaw puzzle of a calendar you've got up at Lake Superior it's a tragedy <laughs> yeah so my calendar my schedule is a mess you don't have to work noon to five or 12 to five or, or noon and 12 to five are the same thing one to five mm-hmm. um you can just like okay i'm gonna work on this for an hour because i have time now and then i mm-hmm. have to go to class and then i can pick it up later or whatever that's what i would do often is i would in between classes like i or I'd go to where my class was like an hour early or something and sit and work on a project for a little bit and then in the evening i'd always go to the library so i sit yeah. in the library for a while and when you we did that spotify playlist with one of my oh yeah the christmas little works that one i don't know why it took me so long but i, I spent way too much time on it because i couldn't find the like appropriate music right. for the station so that's why we got and you fall down the the endless black hole of actually listening to the music yeah, because I was like, and then the, you fall down the endless black hole of, oops, I added that album. How do I get rid? Like you have to go back through. There's like 36 songs and delete every single. <laughs> How do one I undo it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it, Spotify needs to get an undo button. <laughs> Miserable. Or um, I was look like you added a whole bunch of music that is of a specific type. In this case, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So search. So you search for stuff, and then you sort of add all. And then that leads to weird stuff like the day that you and I were like about ready to leave and <laughs> Madonna started playing. And we were like, that's I not a Christmas song. I don't know how that happened. No idea. But it happened to me with yeah. the regular Depot li- the playlist. Yeah. That there's music that comes through there like that. It, first off, it's completely inappropriate for the vibe of the building that we're trying to get across. But mm-hmm. second, like, how did you're trying like you suddenly go back into your own mind. You're like, how did that happen? Like, how do I even retrace my steps to, fi- to find that? <laughs> Like, I was trying to think, I haven't even listened to Madonna, like, on yeah, Spotify, especially on Duran's account. Like, yeah. that doesn't even make sense to me. So like, how she got on there is still a mystery. You're pretty young for Madonna. Like, she was kind of exiting the public sphere in terms of popularity. Popularity, Because Madonna had, like, two renaissances. Like, she was super popular 
early 80s, mm-hmm. 84 ish. Yeah. And then she got real popular again in like 2000 that she had kind of a comeback. And then she's been kind of quiet as of late. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about Madonna on our podcast. <laughs> well, but she has adult children and yeah. probably grandchildren. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, other than that, do you have any other insights for what 21 is going to look like for you? Probably more about working. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you know anything about school yet? I'm supposed to be returning in like Jan- I have to be there by January 1st. Oh, so they want you back. That's what they're saying so far. For now. And they charged my tuition, so I guess they're really banking on us going up there. Yeah, so they probably charged your room and board then. Yeah, this morning I woke up and I got a text that it was like, <laughs> whatever, the billing. You, you know? owe us. I was like. You owe us $8,000. It's like fun. <laughs> guess they really, they went for it this time. <laughs> hey, we heard most of you got $600 checks, so please just give that to us. Yeah, just send it right back. <laughs> you didn't even get it because you're a dependent still. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we're it's four fifty seven, of course. Uh, Mackenzie, if you want to go and Eve. actually close up, I'll talk to Mary for the end here. And Alrighty. Go nice ahead. See you guys in twenty twenty. Shut your mic off. You'll be back for the next one, so it's not like even like we're kicking you out. <laughs> All right, Mary, what'd you learn in twenty twenty? Uh, um, that we can continue to move forward. I mean, yeah. even no matter what happens, yeah, no matter what happens, you know, we just, we continue to move forward. We dodge bullets. Yep. We dodge bullets that we weren't even aware existed until they were fired at us. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, you, you take a deep breath because all the rentals. We learned a lot about our own resiliency. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, we also learned a lot about our, uh like our, our guts where it's like we could panic about this, but well, yeah, what well is panicking going to do? Right. What it, yeah. exactly? You just, you just move forward calmly well, the and only direction in this is forward. Yeah. Um, we, you know, especially with how much this year was in flux where it's like, are we closed? Is the state closing <laughs> us? Are we closing of our own volition? Because exactly. they, didn't st- they didn't specifically say museums, but, does it look good if we're trying to find gray areas? Right. What does Christmas look yeah. like? Um, yeah. Uh, the, I think the weirdest thing for me was you had a great line yesterday with, uh, you were on the phone with somebody and you said it was a, it was a Rexon line. So next week we'll give them real credit for it. That railroad days is a thing that happens to us and it is not a thing that we do. Um, and it didn't happen to us this year for the no. first time since they started having them 45 years ago. Right. That is so weird because mm-hmm. it takes up it takes up six months of our lives, mm-hmm. January to I mean, June. Plan, planning for it and getting ready. Mm-hmm. Implementing yeah. it. Cause and I really, I hope, you would think, I mean, it, for the most part, it's an outdoor festival. Take your vaccine if it's offered to you. Yeah, yeah. Wear a mask. You know, I would hope that we have it this year because, you know, that the community, again, right. You know, it's not an event that do see. We are not the host of railroad days. We are days. not the host of railroad days. It, it's it has its own entity. Its origins come of this building, right? Like we are the reason that railroad days exist, but we are not railroad days incorporated, right? We are one part of the railroad days experience, of the big picture. And Which, thank goodness, like if that had to be a thing that we put on for the town of Durand, 
goodness. We we would need ten times more staff because (laughs) just running a museum during railroad days is hard enough. Um, You know, but get getting ready for it, having the model train show. Yeah, I mean that is a big thing for the community. That brings in a lot of people. That thing is so big; it's taken over an entire middle school. Exactly. So let let's cross our fingers and. And yeah. hope by May that we can do those things again. But yeah, like you were saying, I think I think we learned in 2020 that uh, we are actually tough. Yeah. That we are tougher than we thought. We are more we are more prepared than we ever thought we probably were. Like when well, you look at how do you survive the lot like that much loss of income because our primary means of income is rentals, mm-hmm. and you and I are still here talking at the end of the year and not yeah. saying hey we had to close the building for good like we ran out of money. No, no, it didn't happen. So a lot you know, of the things that we planned for in terms of emergency planning. Thank goodness for what we did leading up to 2020. I mean, the, the veterans of rock and their generosity um, with the fundraiser that they did for us was huge. Yeah. And it would have been a different conversation if Greg Martin and um, Mark Farner, Mark <laughs> Farner. Yeah. Bob Sager. You know, yeah. if, if those people did not step up and say, hey, let's let's do a fundraiser for Duran Union Station Incorporated. Yeah. I'm very appreciative. Yeah. We're greatly looking forward, not just to Railroad Days, but the 2021 version of that concert. Yes. Because um, like we're we're married to that forever now. We're so thankful for that. So. Yeah. You know, it'll be different. It'll be run differently in 21 because it'll go to a different organization. And right. um, but they they know that they can count on Duran Union Station to be part of that now that we will we will dedicate personnel and yep. time and, and efforts there. toward making sure that thing continues because we're we're part of the family now. Like yep. it's a big deal. Um, it's sort of like our relationship with the 100 women who care. Mm-hmm. Like we were one of the first people to get in on that. And now we're we're part of it, man. Like we gotta be. Right. Um, yeah, I feel like that's that's a pretty good point for like we like a lot of the stuff that wouldn't have existed before you got here. I'm gonna talk about you now for a minute. A lot of the stuff that before you got here uh, didn't exist would have this would have collapsed. This whole place would have just fallen apart if we had similar leadership to the decade prior to this if this all happened in 2010 oh, instead of 2020 right it, it would have been a different different conversation, conversation. uh right. so and i think that you are the driving force behind that like we make jokes that we spend a lot of time in the office just trying to figure out what we're going to do that day but <laughs> a lot of it is okay how do we how do we put ourselves in the best position to account for something unseen happening to us. And we we were in a good position. I I just can't express how grateful I am for all of that. Because when we first got here, boy were we sick <laughs> of living every day worried that this whole thing might collapse underneath us. I would say the first three years at least were just like Every, it was, it was like a lot of building. We, yeah. we built relationships. We built fundraisers. It was a lot and of And just building. hoping that something terrible didn't happen in the meantime that would reset all of our progress. Yeah. That we were able to progress enough in the first five years that the last four and five, in your case, have been 
something that we could build upon that we we finally had a foundation again that was strong mm -hmm. that we could build stuff on top of that foundation um and like i said earlier we're fine yep. we're all right uh so okay so what does 21 look like for you then uh well the major events um will happen i mean really really hoping railroad days happens yeah. that is not a decision that i um, will be making i mean yeah. that will be railroad days <laughs> the committee like in real life it, right. it will either happen to us or it <laughs> won't happen to us exactly so i i have a voice in the in the i have one voice in yeah. that process You're in the room. but um beyond that okay cool um it's it's not bye Mackenzie. Mackenzie's working saturday so if you're hearing this before saturday you can come in and see her <laughs> yep. um so hopefully hopefully that will be a thing that'll happen yeah. um golf outing definitely we yep. you know we 2020 showed us that we had can have outside activities yep and the golf outing will happen how to do it smart how to do it smart yep keeping everybody safe um, one of the things that I've been talking to some volunteers about is doing a major antique, like a vendor antique show here at the building Yep. that would be on the sidewalk underneath the canopy, yep. again, outside, so we could have visitors come for that. Um, fall raffle, that will still be a thing in 2021. We'll take what we've learned. Yep. And then, you know, Christmas is a year away. So I see Christmas 2021 looking like it did in previous years. Do you years. have colors in mind? You know, I was thinking about that. We haven't done green yet <laughs> in the time that I've been here. No, we have not. We have not done green. I was going to call Sally Dykos and say, hey, Sally, what colors do we do in 2021? Green and, so we green and blue might set not that up. Yeah. We're just going to have that discussion now. Just yep, we're going to have to figure that out. Usually what year. it means is like Ace needs to be aware of what our <laughs> color scheme is because we go and wipe them out repeatedly. Yep. Wipe out all of that color and then wait for them to restock it and then wipe them out again. Exactly. Um, but yeah. I, d I do see the wine tasting happening because yep. there's a lot of people that really miss the wine tasting this year. Uh, and we I figured out some stuff about how to set the building up mm -hmm. that could support the wine tasting. Yep. Because I think we had a good time with where the Santa set ended up. Oh, yeah. And one of the reasons that it wasn't in there before was because of the wine tasting. Right. But I feel like we've figured out ways to incorporate seating to make it work. So it might still work out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was 2020. Yep. So that's. We made it. <laughs> that's what we're thinking about for 2021. Let's keep this thing moving. Yep. Yep. And you have displays already. Yep. Planned. They're not designed yet, but they're floating around in my head. This is the beginning of the process. So, yep. uh, yeah, uh, it is five o'clock. So we're yes. gonna finish locking up here, and we're gonna we're gonna split. And the next time you hear from us, it'll be it'll be January of 2021. Uh, we'll have an episode where it's you and uh, me and Mackenzie and Mike Rexon. Yep. I'm really excited to talk to him. He's gonna he's got some cool stories and. He's lived a really interesting life and, you know, he's, he's, he's got an educational background. So, yes. uh, getting a chance to chat with him about what we do here and, and that is always a lot of fun. So, uh, don't miss it. Listen to us 
I think this is the last episode of season two of the podcast. It oh, we actually went into season two at some point. I don't oh. remember when we when we. I think it was the the last episode that Mackenzie was here before she went to college. Ah, we said this was right. the season finale, and then started <laughs> season two with we have our new co-host. It's Mackenzie, except she's up or she's up north now. <laughs> so now that we've hit the end of the year, we're gonna we'll start season three. Season three. They don't matter. The season. It's just a made up number. Like everything else around here, I just made it up. So. The history is not made up. We actually that researched true. that. The things that don't matter, I make up all the time. So, all right, that was the podcast. We went 36 minutes. That's that's a good length for a podcast. Definitely. Sometimes we do like an hour, and that's too much. Yes. All right, cool. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And we'll, we'll see, see you next you on, week. On the other side. <laughs>